The following podcast is a part of RadioMisfits.com. And now it's time for the Mr. Nelson Show. It is the Mr. Nelson Show, episode two, two, two. Uh, no, <laughs> That's, you know, two hundred. Oh, oh, yeah, I, I see what you're doing <laughs> yeah, there. Yeah. Yeah, I sure do, yes, sir. Well, I'll tell you what I saw. I saw a New York Times story that proves the Gap is a traitor! Well, the FBI no, was trying to stop him! And I hope All that God is insane! It's done! It's done! It's completely and utterly infested yeah. and taken over the FBI! It turned them all against their oath to protect the Constitution and attack our president! Whether you like it or not, he is your president! He is our president! And he is our well, Lefty Red's got a point. I mean, come on. Uh, this proves that uh, there's people in the FBI open an investigation just what? based no, on campaign rhetoric from candidate Trump saying, hey, wouldn't it be nice if we got along with Russia? And they figured that was grounds to open an investigation on him to see if he's a secret agent. Yes, the former reality TV talk show host uh, could be a secret agent for the Russians. This is their premise for doing this. There's no indication of probable cause whatsoever, and it just adds on to the text messages and what have you that they intended to disrupt and destroy this man uh, just out of the spite of his victory. I mean, it is the most bizarre thing that you would go this far just to get something like Trump. I, I, It boggles the mind. It's quite baffling. But uh, there it is. And uh, until we see otherwise, I this is really a, a dark day for the FBI. And, and uh, well, of course, you can go back to J. Edgar Hoover and all that sort of thing where, uh, yeah, there was quite a pattern of destroying people and uh, looks to be uh, happening again with, you know, the leadership, not the, the rank and file, but, uh, oh boy, uh, it's, and I mean, it brings into question, where was the investigation into Obama when he's caught on a hot mic, uh, I have more flexibility, at my election, and then he just sits around and does nothing when Russia invades Ukraine and steals U- the Crimea away from him, I just, the, what the hell, pulls the missiles out, <laughs> the missile defense programs, the Russia wanted that out, I, you know, Oh, boy, giving billions of dollars to their client state in Iran. I, you know, no investigation there. No, 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 no. But uh, Trump, Trump says, hey, wouldn't it be great if we all got along? Well, all right, get him under the, the light bulb for the third degree. We got to find out what's going on. He's obviously working for Spectre. Get James stop Bond this, in here. Oh, stop boy. it. And it's no, just, this hey, is hey, actually oh, an oh,
He'll even serve you a gourmet dinner and Big Macs and Whoppers. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Yes. God, uh, damn, that's an American oh, president. Oh, oh, yeah. ah, damn it, I can't bring it back. <laughs> All right, we're going to have to hit the auto host. Yeah, I got that. Auto host? The auto host will take over the show. Well, you'll just have to tune in and hear it. That's all. All right, here we go. Greetings and welcome to the Mr. Nelson Show, episode 222. I am your auto host. I am hosting the show for you as there have been severe technical difficulties for the regular program. So, bear with me as I will be your host through this show now. How about those saints, huh? Yeah, that was something. Boy, the weather is strange, isn't it? Boy, sometimes it doesn't work for you. Ha 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 ha. But who does it work for? Swamp rats? Ha 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 ha. In the event that there could not be a show due to technical difficulties and severe damage, there are pre-programmed and recorded programs for you. Yes, these are include the typical reviews of crappy TV shows that you probably have no interest in, but you will hear the review through the lens and mind of Mr. Nelson. If he does not like the show, perhaps you do and you will not like him. Perhaps you do not give a damn about the show, but you will hear the wonderful reflections and ideas from Mr. Nelson about certain shows. This is what you will get. Project Blue Book had another episode. Was it a spaceship or was it just a bunch of drunken idiots and rednecks trying to kill each other in the middle of the night? Find out with Mr. Nelson. The Flash, the superhero who can run very, very fast. Can he outrun danger again? Find out with Mr. Nelson. And of course, another episode of another audio drama play, whatever. I lack the terminology for it exactly. But this one concerns horror and mystery and probably the usual irresponsible antics of Mr. Nelson and his total disregard for humanity's dignity. Yes, I am talking about The Cruise. This will be the third episode. Do enjoy. Right now, that is all I have for you now. We will take a short break. Then we will come back with a review. With the cruise. And another review. You are listening to the Mr. Nelson Show on RadioMisfits.com. Like the sound of my voice? Yes, you know you do. And you want to hear it in the best way possible. So why not get yourself some headphones and accessories from Tweaked Audio? Key features include eight colors and styles, mic'd and non-mic'd versions, designed to sound great for music and talk, noise-reducing design with a lifetime warranty. So head over to TweakedAudio.com and use discount code Mr. Nelson at checkout for 33% off and free worldwide shipping. That's Mr. Nelson. M-R-N-A-I-L-S-I-N. It's not case sensitive, but it is all one word. That's tweakedaudio.com. Cut it off. 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 Go on. Cut it off. Hashtag cut it off. We at Gillette Razorblades want you to know that masculinity combined with heterosexuality is a toxic mental disorder. Stand with Gillette 
and support. Hashtag cut it off. And purchase your Gillette razor blades today. Say gang, if you've ever been over to my selfie.com slash Nelson store, uh, where I keep all my poor man's mystery science theater videos, uh, you'll find that a lot of these movies are pure crap. Yes, <laughs> they're public domain garbage. Uh, and that's the idea, because you probably wouldn't want to sit through that crap just as is. But with my little additions and uh, my witchy commentary and cartoon sound effects and, yes, bathroom humor, uh, it makes it easy for you to get through it. It's like watching the movie with me. Yeah, yeah. Well, occasionally some of them aren't crap at all. In fact, they're quite good. And the case in point here would be Night of the Living Dead, which is, of course, a horror classic. But for some dumb reason, it fell into public domain. Someone forgot to register copyright. So there it is. It's wide open for assholes like me to dump all over it just for fun. I shouldn't, but of course, I just can't help myself because, well, I'm a smartass. So, when Nelson riffs Night of the Living Dead, we have some people who spend the night in some farmhouse when suddenly some undead cannibals show up to crash the party. Yes, yes. Now, warning. Due to an extreme lack of talent, bathroom humor is deployed throughout the film. So, what you need to do is head over to selfie.com slash Nelson. That's S-E-L-L-F-Y dot com slash N-A-I-L-S-I-N. Nelson. Yes, it's just that simple. And for a buck seventy-five, Nelson Riff's Night of the Living Dead can be yours. Go there now. Listening to the Mr. Nelson Show here on RadioMisfits.com. Well, another episode of Project Blue Book has arrived, and this one is about the Flatwoods Monster, a case in 1952 where a woman and her children and uh, other locals. Uh, uh, saw what they thought was a UFO crashing in the woods and they went and investigated and then they thought they saw an alien with a bizarre head and red glowing eyes and all this sort of stuff and uh, some other guys say they saw it too and all that. Well, that's not exactly how the story goes in the show. Uh, It immediately deviates with this idea that a local militia formed to hunt down the creature and when they didn't see anything at the crash site, uh, they decided to blame the mother of the kids uh, for spreading uh, uh, a lie and trying to cause a panic. So the militia surrounds her house and uh, threatens to kill her. <laughs> Come on. Uh, you know, I, just because they're a bunch of stupid hicks and rednecks, you know, that's what they do. They just get the guns and start shooting and killing. That's what they do day in, day out. Yeah. So, that's the tack they took. Why? So, 
uh, Heineck and what's his name? I forget the, the Air Force captain that's his partner, and they show up. And, of course, there's something mysterious going on. The men in black appear again. And uh, the, eventually, Heineck comes up with a reasonable explanation that, yes, it was a meteor, and uh, the creature was merely a, a hootie owl <laughs> that they mistook for an alien creature because of the the psychology in the moment of uh, the crash, and it's dark, and the flames, and everything, and then, you oh, you see an owl in the dark, and you're not quite sure what it was, and then the imagination makes it much larger than it was. Uh, this is one of the other explanations for the Mothman phenomena, is that it's an owl, and stuff like that, so he passes that off, and that's probably what he did originally, if he was even involved in looking into this case, I, I don't, I don't know, but that's how uh, they dealt with it here, but Oh, there was other witnesses, and the kids apparently had radiation burns on their faces. So how do you explain that? And then uh, there was this woman who was, well, everybody knew she was crazy, and she was in the asylum, but she knew stuff. And she hands a package to Heineck, and there's a photograph in it of this um, object. And uh, after he leaves, she comes flying out of the window and splats on the uh, sidewalk and the steps to the asylum there right in front of Heineck and uh, the Air Force guy. And, uh, oh, there's a mysterious man in black in there as well. Oh, boy, well, so maybe the mysterious men in black aren't so good after all, are they? Or are there two different uh, uh, men in black groups <laughs> working against each other? I don't know. The other great deviation, of probably from the truth, I don't know. Does anybody know if Heineck's wife had a lesbian affair? <laughs> <laughs> or something. I mean, I, we don't know that she's into it yet, but the the spy who appears to be a Russian spy at this point. So of course the Russians want to know what's going on with this UFO stuff, and what do the what do the U.S. Uh, Americans know? So uh, she's uh, flirting with this uh, with Heineck's wife. Uh, even takes her to a gay bar, and uh, she she gets freaked out and leaves. And then the, the the spy woman is like, "Oh damn, I was too forward. <laughs> I should have should have waited a little while." <laughs> uh, but uh, so they, so they're going with that, and I suppose oh uh, she's gonna get tired of Heineck disappearing all the time and running off to go chase aliens, and she's getting lonely. So <laughs> so. I guess they'll throw a lesbian romance in there as well. Oh, boy. Uh, so uh, this show is a little bit worse than the last one because, you know, it's attacking the, the populace there like that and depicting them as these uh, morons. They go after this woman just because they figure her story wasn't true. That <laughs> kind of <laughs> drag her out of the house and shoot her. I mean, it, I, it is, so... Uh, th this was not a good episode. Uh, th it does refer to this event that the locals claim, and they actually have uh, a, a monument to the creature <laughs> in the Flatwoods. So, you know, everyone's got their own little urban myth, I suppose, and uh, helps with tourism. But uh, that was probably about it. But uh, this thing where it's continuing the, the, the X-Files narrative of the men in black and Majestic 12. Oh, and Majestic 12, uh, well, at the end, they walk off to the some hangar somewhere, probably Hangar 18, uh, where a flying saucer is parked. Uh, well, it's under a tarp, but come on. You know what it is. So, of course, 
there is an alien invasion going on <laughs> or something alien. Uh, but uh, what does it all mean? Where does it go? Well, we probably will never know because Heineck is left thinking, damn, there was something going on. But they interfered and used me to cover up. The nefarious goings-ons about uh, aliens and whatnot. So it's the cosmic Watergate. Uh, so or Stargate. Oh wait, that was already taken. <laughs> so uh, so we're two episodes in, and I'm not sure that I'm seeing enough here to justify uh, recommending the series for the long term. Um, I mean, I, I I like these stories. It's like I like ghost stories and stuff like that. Is any of it true? Nah, there's only a handful of UFO stories, like Betty and Barney Hill and the, uh, the the lumberjack story where the guy disappeared and all that stuff that gives me some amount of pause. The rest of it, I don't think so. But it, it, they're all cool. Uh, well, not all of them. Some of them are kind of stupid. But every now and then, it's just like uh, folklore and urban myths and stuff are cool. And so you can make something out of that, but so far, uh, there's mood and atmospherics, but uh, some, some good performances. Uh, the actors and the cast looks good, uh, but um, I think it's looking more and more like they're just wasted. So I hope that's not the case, but this one, eh, two out of five stars, I guess. It, it, eh, if you got nothing better to do, check it out, but... <laughs> We'll see what happens next week for Project Blue Book. Or I'll see it and tell you, and you can make up your mind then. You're listening to the Mr. Nelson Show here on RadioMisfits.com. So, Tammy, what about you and me? <gasps> Seriously? <laughs> Yes, from the producers of Really? And So That Just Happened comes the new hit sitcom, Seriously? I know how to cook. I've got a microwave. Seriously? (laughs) Get ready to slap some knees and grab your belly because the laughter will never let you go. No, seriously. Monday nights on NBC right after Can't Even and followed by... So, are you going to finish that? Where could I get a shirt like that? (laughs) Oh, you need only look at the Mr. Nelson stores and shops. Stores and shops? You mean there's more than one? That's right. You see, you can go to the Mr. Nelson store at Zazzle.com where there's all sorts of hats and shirts and sweaters and other good things like that with all kinds of Nelson art. And of course, the Mr. Nelson show logo. Or you can head over to Society6 for the other Mr. Nelson store where there again, more articles and apparel and other nice little things with Nelson art all over them. And last but not least, you can head to the Teespring store, the Mr. Nelson shop, where, yes, you guessed it, more Nelson shirts and mugs and stickers and other great cool things of Nelson art all there for you. So, of course, the choice is yours. The stores are many. So look up Mr. Nelson stores and Mr. Nelson shop at Society6Zazzle.com and Teespring.com. Oh, man, I can't wait! (laughs) Yeah, well, don't.
You're listening to the Mr. Nelson Show here on RadioMisfits.com. Previously on the cruise. Sam, what is it? Uh, Sarah, I can't seem to get anybody. I don't know what's going on. I'm going to have to go and form the bridge. What? Uh, you can't leave me here. <laughs> it's the job, hey, Sarah. Sam! Just hang on a minute, Sarah. Sir. Yes? Uh, uh, do you know this woman? Her, her name was Alba. Albatross. Uh, you gotta be kidding me. But now, episode three of The Cruise. I'm sorry your wife passed away, but I think it's still romantic of you to make your second honeymoon cruise in honor of her. Well, thank you, Miss Dross. Alba, please, just call me Pud. Mr. Bagsley, you you say you knew this woman. Uh, 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 yes, well, not as much, but I, we, I briefly uh-huh. met her uh, on this cruise. Yeah. And was getting to know her. I, oh, yeah. Just, oh, I'm sorry, Mr. Thinking it, I'm a bit in shock. I'm afraid. Uh, All right, Uh, Sarah. Yes. Listen, Sarah. I I can't seem to get anyone on the horn. Uh, Keep trying on the main phone. I gotta head up to the bridge. We've gotta get the Coast Guard called in and involved in this. So uh, try to convince everybody as best you can that they have to go back to their cabins and to stay away from the scene. Yes, Sam. I'll get right on that. And say, if you can't reach the Coast Guard, just let me know, and I'll jump off the side and walk across the ocean and find them in person. (laughs) Damn it, Sarah. Just do your goddamn job, Sarah. You mean do yours? (laughs) Yeah, I like her. What's that supposed to mean? You know, the girl's got attitude. Yeah, well, whenever I show you attitude, you lose your poop. Yeah, well, maybe I like him a little bossy. Aww. But I don't like him bitch. Oh, Billy's oh, naked. Billy, Billy, don't look. Don't look at that, She's Billy. sitting in blood. Oh, my God. Gross. Billy, I told you, don't look. What? And oh, Molly, God. you're not the boss of me. Yes, I Billy, am. Until kids Mom and get up. Listen, all you people, just back off. This is a crime scene. Now get back oh, to your man. staterooms. This is this is it. Security will be on the way. Yeah, sure, says you. But like the kid said, lady, you ain't the boss of me. Damn it. What the hell's going on? Just don't want to see anybody. Whoa! <laughs> hey, Sam. Lance! Where's the fire? Lance, listen, we got to say, wait a minute. <laughs> Where's my... No, Lance, uh, listen. Man, Lance! introduce you to my uh, uh, <laughs> overnight companion, uh, Miss Baluna Not here. Oh, okay. Hey. Uh, uh, Baluna, this is Sam Hill. He's our chief of security. He's mm. the one that keeps us all safe and sound on this boat. <laughs> well, it's a pleasure to make your acquaintance, Mr. Hill. Yeah, 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 that's great. Listen, uh, Lance, yeah. you need to get down to starboard and help Sarah. I, I, I mean, Miss Miss Snade. This is Lance. What? We got a woman down there who apparently was murdered last night. What? And her body is tied to the rail. Oh, my God. I gotta get to the bridge. We gotta get the Coast Guard to meet us at port. So just Uh, get down there and help us secure the area. I'm having a hell of a time trying to round up security. Nobody's answering the the phones. What? So 
Just just get down there, all right? Yeah, but Sam, I, I'm a doctor. I, if she's dead, there's nothing more I can Glass, do. Glass, just get but... down there and help Sarah out. Like I said, I'm having trouble rounding up people. Now, just get down there. I'm going to the bridge. Yeah, all right, all right. Jeez. Uh, well, uh, sorry, honey. Looks like we're going to have to postpone breakfast. Okay, Doc, I've uh, suddenly lost my appetite. Security! Security! This is Social Director Serenade! Answer me, damn it! God damn it, Andy, if you and you guys are hungover, your jobs are so gone! Sarah, tell me what the situation is. Oh, Dr. Turgid. Okay, I see it. Yes. Yeah, that's quite the bloody mess. Alright, whose jacket is this? It's Sam's. Here, I'll hold it. Uh... Well, the cut was deep, and uh, I see no signs of any other wounds. So, uh, I'd have to say the cause of death was a severe loss of blood due to her throat being cut. <laughs> well, no shit, Dr. Sherlock! Forget! What kind of pissing operation is this? I mean, hell, where did you get your mail order medical degree? Hey, hey, hey! hey. Who the hell do you think you are, Buster? I think I'm a passenger on this ship that employs your sorry ass. In case you didn't know, you are in the service industry. And so far, your service stinks. Oh, yeah, well, you better hope it starts to smell good, because I'm the ship's doctor. So your life is in my hands. You hear that, Means? That's a goddamn drink. Me, a paying customer, being threatened one of these stooges on this Crap fest. Yeah, Damn it! Whatever you say, Edgar. Yeah, whatever I say. Holy crap! See that chick over there? That—that's Balloon and Nut, the porn star. What? How the hell do you know that? Security Chief Sam Hill requesting permission to enter the bridge. Security Chief Sam Hill requesting permission to enter the bridge. Damn it! What the hell's going on? Why is anybody responding to my... There's nobody here. The hell? Where is everybody? You have been listening to The Cruise. Written, performed, and produced by me, Douglas Nelson. Any and all music is courtesy of Kevin McLeod and other public domain and copyright-free sources. You're listening to the Mr. Nelson Show here on RadioMisfits.com. This is CNN. Like the sound of my voice? Yes, you know you do. Well, why not watch old crappy movies with me, Mr. Nelson? Yes, you can watch old forgotten theater trash polished up by my brilliant commentary and sound effects. 
films and movie serials like The Green Hornet, which concerns the adventures of a young newspaper publisher and his life partner. Yes, in their free time, they play dress-up, they wear masks, and ride around in a souped-up old jalopy while fighting crime. And it's only 90 cents! So head over to my video store at selfy.com slash nelson. That's S-E-L-L-F-Y dot com slash N-A-I-L-S-I-N. Selfy.com slash nelson. Get it? Once there, you can order some Nelson celluloid goodies today. Warning! Due to an extreme lack of talent, bathroom humor is deployed throughout the film. You're listening to the Mr. Nelson Show here on RadioMisfits.com. So, The Flash has returned for the episode, The Flash and the Furious. Yeah, that's, uh, well, um, it's significant because the the villain for this episode is a woman named Silver Ghost who uh, has some more uh, dark matter tech, a fob. That enables her to control machines, most notably automobiles. And she just loves to steal cars and joyride in them. And that appears to be her main passion after being booted out of the uh, Air Force, I believe it was, military anyway. And she's mad. So uh, she has a scheme to break out Weather Witch. Now, as you recall, Weather Witch is the daughter of Weather Wizard. And uh, she also had a device with dark matter tech. Yes, she used it as her, uh, basically her weather wand, if you will, uh, to control the weather and all that sort of good stuff. And, uh, caused a lot of damage and all in a plot to uh, murder her father, who, uh, she didn't like him because uh, he was deadbeat and all that stuff. And, or, of course, uh, Flash and Excess, uh, put the kibosh on that. Well, now she's up for trial and whatnot, but she's feeling bad and remorseful. And, uh, the DA, you know, Joe's, uh, baby mama, he, she, uh, she could, uh, sense this because of her, uh, you know, telepathic powers and whatnot. And so she's starting to have second thoughts about throwing the book at her and all that. Uh, but as we left the series before we went off to that dreadful Elseworlds crossover, which, uh, started off kind of okay and then just fizzled down to, oh, oh, it was bad. And then we come back with this. Well, as we left things, it was revealed that Nora was being tutored by Eobard Thawne. Yes, the reverse flash, the original. And, uh, so this is all some sort of sinister plot by him, perhaps, or maybe not. So the whole thing, the story was to teach Nora a lesson because, uh, when she realized that Thawn had killed her grandmother, well, she didn't want anything to do with him and, you know, you'll always be bad and I'll never believe in you again. And, uh, so she goes back and so she applies this to, uh, the weather witch, uh, when she's begging for a second chance and she turns, she, after, uh, the silver ghost breaks her out, uh, she goes, she turns herself back in and Silver Ghost tells her, Hey, you go ahead and do that. So you'll learn the hard way. And then she, uh, of course, gets locked up because XS tells her, Yeah, I don't believe you. You're not getting a second chance because crooks never change. And so she, uh, of course, gets locked up and she's all upset. And then, uh, Silver Ghost shows up and, of course, breaks her out again. 
And uh, so now she's on board to go on this plot to steal the Batmobile. <laughs> well, it's not really the Batmobile, but they do give a little a uh, little teaser or an Easter egg there that it's part of Wayne Tech. So it's this super duper car that can uh, turn invisible and even uh, phase through things. You might be wondering if you didn't see the episode, where's the Flash and all this? Yeah, he uh, took a break in his own show. These are always tend to be kind of weak episodes, and this one was no different. You see, earlier on when uh, Flash and Excess encountered the uh, Silver Ghost, uh, Flash came in contact with her vehicle, and as a result of the dark matter again, whatever that can do, who knows? Just go with it. <laughs> um, the, the car was kind of phasing itself, and so he was phasing to get into the car, and it left him in a state of constant phasing. And so if he stayed that way, he would probably fall through the bottom of the earth and maybe at the other end through China. Who knows where he was going to go? So uh, XS had to keep keeping uh, his molecules stable enough to get him back to uh, Star Lab. And they had to put him in one of those little jail cells they got to dampen his power so he wouldn't, you know, fade through the floor. And they had to find some solution. So, of course, they do by the end of the episode. So don't worry. <laughs> But so the whole thing was for Nora to understand that you got to give people a second chance. And so she has a father and daughter discussion and she's just, well, what about Eobar Thorne? Would he get a second chance? And the Flash says, well, yeah, I guess even him. So there you go. She decides to give Weather Witch a second chance and she's able to pass on this message to her. And so Weather Witch uses her powers to save excess from being run over by the invisible and uh, ghost-like car. Silver Ghost, get it? And, well, uh, they they managed to escape, so I guess they'll be returning later, but uh, the car was recovered uh, by excess and uh, Killer Frost. It wasn't that great of an episode. Uh, it was kind of weak, and there were some cheesy moments here and there, plus just maybe they'll go into it later as the silver ghost. She just wanted to joyride in a supercar. I, you know, don't you have better things to do with your powers? <laughs> but that seemed to be about it. And some of the things is like silver ghost couldn't have known that uh, she'd be able to get weather, Witch back into her plan just because excess doesn't believe in her. I, you know, I, I, and, and so, oh, maybe excess would uh, speak for her and she didn't, but I, <laughs> She just wasn't in for the plan, and she's all upset about the super villainy she did, so now she's just suddenly going to go ahead, yeah, you know what, I'm going to do it anyway. I, I mean, it was kind of a dumb thing on Silver Ghost's part, but it was all pretty rushed over. You're not supposed to pay attention to stuff like that. The only strengths was the ongoing plot lines. There's something going on with uh, the French Wells. Uh, at first, I was thinking, oh, is that really Thawne in disguise as French Wells? But uh, no, at the end, he goes to Gideon, but he doesn't know quite how to operate the computer, which, of course, Thawne would know. And he's looking for information about Nora. But Nora has erased all the information that was in that computer, so this leaves him a bit stumped. But he's also trying to learn the bizarre... I don't know what you call it, a temporal chrono language or whatever it was that Barry Allen introduced when he came out of the speed force before he could regain his normal senses. And now he can no longer do that language, but he's trying to learn it. And uh, for whatever reason, I guess we'll find out. But meanwhile, there's also uh, vibes uh, discovering that he can possibly cure the metagene and remove superpowers from people. And uh, at first, Killer Frost is uh, against him on this because she likes the way things are. But so they end up agreeing that they'll work on it. 
but you know, they'll offer people the choice whether or not they want to give it up and that sort of thing. But it would be a solution for their current problem with cicada. So, yeah, those are little interesting tidbits. But overall, this show was a bit lackluster compared to earlier ones. And uh, it's kind of bad because after following Elseworlds, which was just, ooh. <laughs> so, so by comparison, this is pretty good. So eh, three out of five stars. Just because I like the cast and the show overall, I do recommend The Flash, but this one eh, wasn't that great. So there you go. Three out of five stars for The Flash and The Furious. You, you, you know, because Silver Ghost likes cars, right? You got it? Yeah. Yeah, you got it. Ha 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 ha. Good one, Mr. Nelson. Good Lord, stop it. I can barely breathe. You are the bomb. Ha 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 ha. Hey, friends, who crossed the road first, the chicken or the egg? Ha 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 Sadly, this is all the time we have for this episode of the Mr. Nelson Show. Gee, I hope you had a good time and will join us again for another episode of Thrills, Laughs, and Fun. See you then. Good night, everybody. views and opinions expressed during the Mr. Nelson show do not necessarily reflect those held by RadioMisfits.com. So, any complaints and or comments should be sent to at Mr. Nelson on Twitter, where they will be promptly ignored and or blocked. Why are you still here? Did you not hear me? The show has concluded. It appears you are suffering from some form of separation anxiety. You should immediately seek counsel and therapy from a licensed mental health professional.